Hello and welcome to the Monday Morning Catch-Up, the only weekly catch-up show you need to stay on top of this weird, wild world without losing your sense of humor or hope. I'm your host, Mike Merson. And I'm your host, PJ Donovan. And we're here to make sure your Monday morning is a little bit brighter. So find a comfy seat, your favorite mug, and that questionably old bottle of Heinz in your fridge door. It's time for your Monday Morning Catch-Up. Make it more authentic. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Alright, so have you ever seen the movie Midsummer? Night's Day? No, not, not Shakespeare. Not a Midsummer Night's Dream. No, I'm... Oh, Midsummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, the Shakespeare. This is just called Midsummer. You never heard of this? No. All right. So I somehow made it through the entire month of October without watching a scary movie. Well, that's not true. I watched The Thing, but... How was The Thing? The Thing was... I don't know why I slept on The Thing so long. I mean... Is that the... The story is like... Uh, it's all not right. the clown movie, is it? No, 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 no. That's it. There's always like an object. Yeah thing no the thing was uh it's damn it oh. <laughs> mike <laughs> okay I'm, I'm silencing my phone now i'm sorry everyone that was so offended by that it's uh, not even a minute in. <laughs> listen it's fine it's fine it, it probably didn't even pick up with them it, it probably picked up oh it absolutely yeah okay. <laughs> quick the thing was good uh the special effects are the coolest thing about the thing because it's all practical and they have some hellish mutant creature stuff in that movie that's great Midsummer. I mean, I like gore in movies. I, I like what level of gore? I mean, as extreme as it gets. I mean, I don't care. Oh, you really like the whole? Yeah, bring it on. Kitten caboodle. I'm not afraid. I I love it. I I think it's so cool that like it's someone's job basically to make horrible things happen or appear to happen to people. Midsummer, some of the best exploding heads I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, spoilers for Midsummer. Oh. You know. It, I'm not going to be specific, but, like, some guy gets in a situation where his head gets exploded real hard. Where would you rank head explosions? Previous movie that was the best at head explosions. The best head explosions? Um, there was this one movie, I think it was Network, potentially. You ever seen Network? The Social Network? No, not The Social Network. With Jesse Eisenberg? No. No spoiler. I don't think I don't think any heads exploded in the social network. No, I'm talking. It's it was just called Network. It's this old movie. Remember that quote? It's like I'm mad as hell and I'm not gonna take it anymore. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. In that movie, I think someone's head might explode, or I'm wow. thinking of something else. Um, but you yeah, it's We're... like someone getting just so mad that his head just fucking explodes, and it looks great. For it the looks time. great for the time. For doesn't, the time, it doesn't look as good as this. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend Midsummer if you're into head explosions. And, okay. And, uh, and <laughs> I guess other things, you know, scary movies that aren't scary. Oh, no. I'm always on the side of those. Yeah. But anyway, that's my very awkward intro to this week's Monday morning catch up. We are here with the first ever double digit catch up episode yeah are you excited pj i'm actually very excited holy crap i'm so excited i'm also very very happy to see how many people are listening yeah what what were we like you know jerking each other off about the past couple days 142 unique listeners in seven days i'm actually really happy about that yeah, that's so exciting i know it's beautiful i we don't i don't think we even know 142 people between ourselves no probably we? not we're very we're very loner-ish so there are strangers that listen to this and <laughs> as always we thank you for your bravery and why <laughs> and, and why, why? <laughs> i mean that's the real question. <laughs> I mean, listen, we hope we're bringing, bringing up your Monday. Uh, see, now now that I've actually listened to our show, I what I do a lot 
is I just say, listen, to start a sentence. <laughs> I go, listen, comma, sentence. That's I'm just doing that way too much. But anyway, uh, we're going to get into it. I just want to thank everyone that's been listening. Um, if you haven't already, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, that really helps us chart and uh, let other people see our show and laugh like we assume you do. Uh, or at least get some sort of twisted satisfaction out of this. Uh, with that out of the way, we're going to get right into it with a absolutely legendary piece of ketchup to start on. Oh, is this the I was, this is the one? See, I was feeling like so-so about the ketchup this week until I ran into the story this morning. Folks, we have a piece of ketchup that is actually about ketchup. And it makes me so happy. All right, headline. Pizza Hut hits back after diners complaint about its sexualized tomato sauce bottle i want to clarify i think british people call ketchup tomato sauce like the whole like yeah. england yeah not like we would call you know we would call marinara tomato sauce here or like pizza sauce or yeah. something that's what they're calling ketchup over there which is fucked up to me uh but the real point of the story is that some weenie has <laughs> <laughs> went to pizza hut oh we also want to point out this story came out on a monday last monday yeah. so it's quite it's not morning we wish it was monday morning ketchup but it's morning ketchup it's monday ketchup <laughs> it, yeah it's monday ketchup not morning ketchup it's monday morning ketchup about monday ketchup yeah it's monday morning ketchup about monday ketchup you're following along, right? You're not having any difficulty with this. <laughs> anyway, let's get right to the story. So, Pizza Hut in the UK had a customer, a real weenie by the name of Adrian Shan, with two N's at the end, which bothers me. Uh, he basically, he went to a Pizza Hut, and he looked at the ketchup bottle, which, let's just stop there for a second. Why is there a ketchup bottle on the table at a Pizza Hut? I, oh, he got... Oh, I know, actually know this answer. Okay. He mentioned that he returned, eventually, mm -hmm. like his pizza chips. Oh, he bought yeah. chips. He bought fries. Yeah, fries, if you're like, you know, American. Yes. That's, you don't have to be so stanky about it. I'm, we have UK people listening to this. And then they're calling the chips crisps. It's just like, just assimilate, all right? Oh, I, my God. I know Assimilate to us. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's the thing or something. Anyway, okay, Call them whatever you want. We we like chips. We like fish and chips here in the U in the in the United <laughs> States. I almost called us the UK. <laughs> I'm gonna move on now. Uh, so he he saw a bottle of ketchup, and on the bottle's sticker reads, "quote shake, squeeze, and squirt." And he likened this uh, to an app for swingers, is what he said. So, this uh, giant weenie, who could probably use a little ketchup for his fucking weenie, uh, was so offended by <laughs> this, you know, those are three things you do with a bottle of ketchup. It you is. shake it to get the ketchup out to the edge, and then you, you squeeze it to so squirt it onto your weenie. Yeah, you spank it, you, you know. There's a lot of S's it, in you there. You talk dirty to it, and you... You take your finger, and you kind of rub it around. You know what? Yeah. By the way, I want yeah. to make this very clear. I know Mike's going to get to this. Yeah. Uh, this is a 31-year-old 30 man. A 31-year-old man is complaining about 31-year-old weenie. Yeah, 31-year-old weenie is complaining about a barely suggestive bottle of ketchup at a Pizza Hut. And this is making the news. I'm glad it made the news because we can make fun of it, but man. Yeah, this, just, is, this is mad weenie hut. You're a millennial, vibes. dude. This is a boomer complaint. And it really just goes to show that being a boomer is a state of mind. It is not, it's, it is not an age. It is age. entirely just state of mind. And so, yeah, he complained. Not only that, he demanded a refund. Yeah. 
<laughs> he did. He demanded a refund. For his $48 bill where he got pizza, drink, and, quote, chips again. He said the bottle turns his stomach. You almost have to think optimistically that he doesn't actually believe that there's an issue with this bottle and that he just wanted to get a refund and, and maybe make the news. Um, I mean, he did it. That's what, <laughs> that, that was his did. goal. I don't know if he ever got a refund. Um, a spokesperson responded to his outrage uh, in a comment to uh, news.com.au, which gives us a story today. Quick sidebar. I, I've found a solution to me having to awkwardly say the sources. I'm just going to list the sources in the description. Okay. Call Art, the show notes. I've heard a couple things from some of our listeners. Yeah. Uh, which I'll, I'll name them off just for... For the fun. Jordan and Steph. Hey, guys. Hey. Thanks for thanks for all the fucking criticism, asshole. No, and it's fine. And the support. And the support. Yeah. No, but <laughs> they, they gave me a few ideas where it was, you know, list them off at the end or something. Like, you can record yourself just going like, these were, you know, yeah. the lad bible, uh, news.com.au. Yeah, we'll play with it. I, I, I think uh, the least disruptive way is to put it in the description. But right, that's yeah, fine. we'll see. We like your suggestion anyway. Please keep listening. We love you. We miss you, actually. We hope everything's going good in uh, New York, where they live now. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, Maryland. Maryland, same place. Um, <laughs> okay, this is a quote from the spokesperson for Pizza Hut. I can only apologize if you were caused any offense or upset if you were caused any upset, all right, on your recent visit to our hut, capital H, please know it is not our intention to make any of our guests feel uncomfortable. And then there's a shot of the ketchup bottle, which it looks super normal, all right? I don't think that this is a front for Pizza Hut trying to subconsciously tell people to make women squirt, all right? I don't think this is how this... This is the intention here. It's just a ketchup bottle with a little zazz to it. All right? We all need to relax. You know, it's actually one quick thing about Pizza Hut. Yeah. That he's referring to it as The Hut, capital H. <laughs> yeah. It has, like... I don't know if you've ever seen Mean Girls. Sure. Well, I'm assuming everyone's seen Mean Girls. Great it's, movie. It literally feels like, stop trying to make fetch happen, but mm. Pizza Hut with The Hut. They're trying to make The Hut be... And it just isn't. You can't make the hut be the hut. It's I disagree. The no. I like calling Pizza Hut casually oh, the no. hut. No, you don't. Like, meet me at the hut. No. <laughs> no. Well, but see, I abbreviate our show name to just the ketchup all the time. I call us MMK. So am I one of these mean girls? No. Or you're the mean girl who's telling me to not make ketchup happen. But we make ketchup happen every week here at The Ketchup. <laughs> The Make, Monday morning. It's ketchup. almost like making whoopee. Making ketchup. Oh, I don't... I don't we're making we're, ketchup. I don't think like. we're making whoopee, at least not while the mic's on. Uh, anyway, uh, the wording on our ketchup is not meant to cause offense, and sorry if this was interpreted this way. Obviously. Um, and it's... This has been the label on the ketchup for a very long time, so this guy is just a massive weenie, and he bothers me. And there's like, for some reason, there's a shot of him in the article... Posing with the bottle, looking all solemn, like, is this what our world has come to? I'm Adrian Shan, and this is the biggest complaint I have in the world right now. Uh, yeah, he even Go get says, a life, Adrian. Yeah, he even says towards the bottom here, I do not understand how someone could put that sentence together. It's awful. Well, okay, yeah. If someone just ran up to you on the street and said, <laughs> Come on, shake... <laughs> Come on, I'm on the street, Mike. Talk to me. Yeah, I just, I just come up to you and I'm like, shake, squeeze, and squirt. Well, that's bad. No. I mean, I don't want to talk to you. But if I read it on a ketchup bottle in a restaurant, I'm not going to immediately start 
you know, imagining certain things happening to my body. Alright? Adrian, you're a weenie. Alright? I'm, I'm, sue us for slander. Yeah, sue us. <laughs> you're sue a literal hot- walking hot dog of a person. And we're <laughs> done with you. Let's move on. I'm angry. But now I have something to be happy about. We have a rare... Oh, yes. It, it, the stars fucking aligned this week, PJ, with two stories about women pooping during marathons. Okay? Two very different approaches, both equally successful approaches. We're going to start here with this headline. PJ, you look almost scared of me right now. I know. I just want to point it out. It's very aggressive how you're talking about this uh, poop marathon. I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. So this first woman, uh, a woman who pooped her pants halfway through a marathon and ran with it in her shorts until she crossed the finish line, achieved a personal record. Talk about running with it. You know what I mean? That (laughs) she's got. She ran with it. She's. (laughs) Are you telling me she's got the runs? She's got the... She had the runs, and she ran with them. She did. (laughs) However, I do have to make it very clear. Yeah. It's the most gangster shit I've ever... Well... (laughs) The jokes just write themselves. It's the most gangster shit I've ever heard of. It's it's really quite gangster. She just kept going. She was like... Kept going, man. She didn't even go to, like, stop to take the pants off. Nothing. She is finishing. That shit is coming with her. That shit came with her. Yeah. (laughs) And, And it traveled 13 miles. That's a... How, that might have been the only shit that day to travel that far. I'm going to be honest with you. This might be the first or only time a shit has won a marathon. Yeah. Or gotten a personal, just the shit itself <laughs> has finished a marathon of 13 miles. It's actually that poop, a magical day. If I was running a marathon, that poop would have beaten me. <laughs> okay. would, you, would, would you lead with your ass I, <laughs> yeah she, if she ran backwards towards the end that would have been really good just because i gotta i gotta hand it to this shit man i gotta <laughs> okay uh her name's tamara torlaxon and the, the way that this um the way that this story leads is really quite great so tamara torlaxon's digestive tract is a well-oiled machine Whenever she has a race or a long run day, her bowels automatically clear before she hits the road. What is she, an android? Yeah, she <laughs> automatically. Nothing was different the day of the Mountains 2 Beach Marathon, her sixth race of the 26.2 mile distance in 2018. And yet, about halfway through the race, she realized she needed to go again. Wait a freaking minute. I am just realizing that this happened in 2018 and it's being reported on now? I'm sorry, we've misled you, dear reader. Uh, dear listener, dear that, reader, that's a relic of my work where I write the sentence "dear reader" all the time. Uh, anyway, we're we're just gonna continue to pretend that it happened this week because uh, yeah. it, it is weird that it's just being reported now. Yeah, that's odd. Um, that, it just came out like this was only written about like a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, tomorrow's automatic bowel evacuation happened as planned before the race. Uh, but about thirteen or fourteen miles in, she realized she needed to go to the bathroom. She didn't want to lose the physical or mental momentum. Mental momentum. Say that five times fast. No, thank you. Um, she didn't want to lose that momentum by stopping. Nor did she want one pit stop to prompt her colon to request several. <laughs> I don't know if that's how colons work. It's like, well, you've pooped once. You're going to have to poop five more times now. Well, actually. Actually, wait till our next story on this topic. 
Um, that would have been an excellent segue. And we just have great quotes from Torlax in here. Uh, I thought, I don't know if it's possible to poop while running, but I will try. <laughs> I didn't want one poop to mess it all up. So without stopping, she relieved herself into the built-in underwear in her shorts. What? I don't know what kind of shorts she had. Quote, I had to focus, she said. It just came out, and I felt a lot better. Which I can, you know, I can attest to that feeling. Yeah, we can I think all, we all can. We all can. Uh, Torlaxon doesn't think anyone noticed, and she said that she didn't give a shit. <laughs> Marathoners don't judge. And then as she neared the finish line, she yelled to her friends, I pooped my pants! The confidence of this woman. This woman is a straight baller. Like, truly a hero. I, yes. I, I, I'm inspired. I, listen, I've, I've shit myself probably at too old of an age. And it, it, I mean, this woman's like, what, 31? Yeah, yeah, she, But she owned it. That's the thing. She did. That's the thing about anything in life. As if long you as you just, If you confidently shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if you confidently it's shit yourself. It's better than not confidently shitting yourself. But yeah, I shit myself on a school bus when I was in middle school. And I had to walk home with it. It was a real rough scene. Unless it wasn't on the way to school. Talk about traumatizing. Oh, that would be terrible. None of the kids at school ever knew. I was like the last one on the bus. And it was right before my last stop. And it just it just had to happen. You know? I was maybe like a mile walk from home. So I just... Uh... Anyway. I'm not going to linger on that too much. That's a fun <laughs> thing you all know about me now. Speaking of lingering. Yeah. I'm going to add one last part onto this. Oh, yeah. I love that she mentions that marathoners don't judge. Right? They don't. If marathoners don't judge, I do feel bad for someone that just is slightly not as fast as her. And they got to hang back and get a whiff of that for like 20-something miles. That is a guy. And he's just (laughs) eyes watering, just crying like, oh my goodness gracious. Because not only are your senses being assaulted by this woman, like this poof she's carrying in her her pants. Yes. You're losing to this woman (laughs) to shit herself. (laughs) So the emotional impact is also quite strong. Uh, so we want to give a shout out to Tamara. We're a little disappointed this didn't actually happen this week, uh, but we love that you came forward with your story, and we hope you're still running and shitting um, your pants. We hope, <laughs> you know, it's it's like you're you're dropping weight a little bit. You know, it's got to help your performance. It's just balance you a little somewhat. Bit. So that actually leads us right next. Oh, wait, before I go on, there's there's this one quote that leads us perfectly into the next story. Um, she, Tamara said, quote, if I had stopped in a porta potty, who knows what would have happened? Okay. So Tamara reached a personal record is one last, one last, last detail that I wanted to mention. So she shit herself and then got a PB on a 26 mile race. Yeah. Huge. Gangsta shit. That is insane. That is literally gangsta shit. So let's move on to the second weirdly similar story that also came out two days after the first one was published. A woman had to make nine porta potty stops while running a marathon and still achieved a personal record. So this woman had the opposite strategy. What, just take as many shits as possible? <laughs> she didn't shit just once in her pants. She shit nine times in nine different porta potties. It's actually <laughs> insane to me. It's still a personal record. That's so cool. She shit in like nine different like blocks. <laughs> Yeah. She might have shit in, like, two towns. No, we're, we're going to get to All right, so Deirdre Keen is her name. Uh, she's completed 34 marathons in the past, but uh, for this one marathon, she did a parody of things you shouldn't do, quote. <laughs> uh, her pre-raised diet for this particular... Um, or, no, it says it may include Mexican food or Halloween candy. 
and her race day strategy is to simply run as fast as she can for as long as she can and her ideal time to get to a race is a little late so it's you know i've i've not done a marathon but i've done quite a few races at this point i eat super clean the day before i get there early and i try to pace myself this this woman is not having any of that now she is just straight up and that listen it's it's serving her well uh she's she's been doing well in all these races um but in this particular race again didn't happen this week so two what uh, this is the 2014 philadelphia marathon what is happening we promise you both these stories were published this week november 1st and november 3rd i guess these two maybe the first woman came forward with the shitter pants story and then the other woman's like I have a cool pooping at a marathon story. Hold on. Now that you're saying this, <laughs> yeah. since one came out, another one came out. Mm-hmm. Are we going to have a snowball of marathon shitters? Is there going to be like a wave? I think Tamara has inspired confidence in the pants shitting community to come forward and to tell their stories. And to show the world that sometimes shitting your pants or shitting just a, an extreme amount, as, as we see in this story, can unshackle you from the constraints of everyday life and potentially instill superhuman abilities all right <laughs> which you, which we will get into which we will get into uh so like we said uh about halfway through the race just like tomorrow keen had to uh had to do the business what and uh <laughs> you I'm know sorry? the business capital um, b business with a capital p if you know what i'm saying uh so anyway let me let me just move on the story there's a lot of needless detail on the story no no qualms to the writer (laughs) real Um, detail too after five minutes into the race keen's stomach started pumping quote the reality that i may be about to poop myself set in (laughs) fortunately that reality didn't come to pass she saw an empty porta potty used it quickly and emerged possibly five pounds lighter i think it's a little bit of an exaggeration well we don't know we weren't in the porta potty but it wasn't over um my strategy became to sprint as fast as i could mile to mile to make it to the porta potty before the next explosion i <laughs> this is her words i visited nine porta potties in 16 miles that day at mile 17 i was finally okay what is going on on the sixth stop to the porta potty? Are you just looking at your colon like, what's going on down there? I mean, I've never. Have you ever shit nine times in one day? Yeah, I've shit nine times what? in one day. It is not a common thing. But you gotta remember, she's like. Essentially, if I'm understanding this right, yeah. you know, if you have to take it, if you're like, oh, my stomach, you go to the bathroom like once or twice, yeah. and you're in there for like a while. Right. She's going there, shitting like. A faucet and <laughs> then out, just, yeah. just stomping on the gas like right she after. knew that it, she wasn't done that had she... to be like some of the fastest wiping you've ever seen <laughs> was she even wiping oh you gotta hope good thing we have someone on the scene <laughs> yeah john <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to our correspondent john back in time at the 2014 race <laughs> okay yes. so also she she did a, a personal best uh for this marathon it took her two years to beat that time and naturally the, the time that she shits nine times during a race the time she gets uh, her personal best uh admittedly having a lot of uh fat in your diet and a lot of garbage that she allegedly ate uh is not a good combination with your stomach jostling around for 26 miles. No, I wouldn't assume. Like, I never drink coffee before a race for this reason. Really? No. Okay, here's my question. Yeah. And 
Bear with me. Yeah. You know, my first thought went to, I wonder how much better she had done if she didn't have to shit nine times on the way to the end of the marathon. But at the same time, I know where you're going to go. Maybe she wouldn't have gotten, gone there as fast. Yeah. If she didn't have the need. The motivation. For speed. (laughs) The need for speed. Exactly. It's almost as if the urge to... It's like a it's like a strategic maneuver almost. Yeah. Like maybe you should drink a bunch of coffee and cuz like you know when you need to poop and you've decided you're not going to poop your pants, nothing's going to make you move faster. No. I mean, you're especially if you know that a porta pile is a porta potty, excuse me, a porta pile is actually porta-pile. kind of an impro- an appropriate name for a porta potty if you've ever looked it out inside one. Oh. Yeah, it's not great. Um yeah, maybe this is what I'll try for my next race. I'll just take a bunch of X-Lax. Just snort it <laughs> or something. You'll never finish a race faster. No. Either you win or you really lose. <laughs> so shout-outs to Tamara and, oh, what was the first woman's name? Oh, Deidre. The first, yeah, the first woman was Tamara. The second woman was Deidre. Two marathon running heroes. Honestly. We hope, we hope that uh, your colon is nice and healthy and that you're still running races. What a cool couple of stories. Let's move on to a story that's really not that cool, but it is, it sounds like something out of a cartoon or like an adult swim sketch. Uh, I'll just read this headline. Man eaten by piranhas after jumping in lake to escape bees. (laughs) I'm sorry. So this is tough. I mean, a man reportedly died in Brazil after jumping into a lake to escape bees only to drown and be eaten by piranhas. Okay, at least he wasn't eaten to death by the piranhas. Well, can we prove that? Oh, he was Oh, yeah, he was he, a 30-year-old. He drowned. Yeah, 30-year-old. He's too young to go. He was fishing with his friends when he apparently had an encounter with a... a uh, swarm of bees thank you i was gonna say a flock of bees a flock of bees <laughs> what the hell am i talking yeah, a about a flock of bees yeah a, a school of, of bees seagulls. um he jumped into the lake and drowned i guess he was just not a very strong swimmer but then the carnivorous fish um well they ate the man piranha attacks surprisingly quite rare um it's not something that happens very often and this actually wasn't a piranha attack he drowned first um this is a very sad story um, but you know, I would almost rather, if I'm in Brazil, all yes. right, piranha are native to Brazil. Mm-hmm. They, oh man, I just realized something. Okay. My girlfriend knows a little Portuguese and in Portuguese, which is the native tongue, the people that named the piranha. Piranha? Piranha. Yeah. As the NH. We Englishmen said, we can't do that. We're just going to call it piranha. Yeah. And and this is going to make her really mad. So I'm sorry, baby. Just give her one. <laughs> G- give her one. Piranha. There, there you go. There you go. There we are. That should make up for it. Oh, she's going to love that. Um. Oh, it's actually, it's not yet known if the attack came before or after the man's death. So the piranhas might have killed him. Uh, the man's friends did try to save him by jumping into the water, uh, but wound up swimming to safety because he was probably getting swarmed by piranhas. Piranhas. And uh, that's not swarmed or schooled. <laughs> schooled? <laughs> schooled by what piranhas. They, what are they playing? Pick up basketball? <laughs> what? <laughs> Getting schooled. All about how my life got turned. <laughs> oh, his life oh, got turned did. upside down, all right. Yeah, it's a. Oh. So, rip in peace, uh, unnamed piranha. <laughs> did you just say rest in peace in peace? I said rip in peace, yeah. <laughs> that's what all the kids are saying. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ripping in the tarn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, that's really, really sad. Uh, if you're fishing in Brazil, don't jump in the water. 
<laughs> what if bees are swarming you? <clears throat> Run away from the bees and not into the water. That's my expert wildlife advice for Brazilians wanting to fish. I, just, I mean, I just itched my nose and, and blocked my my voice with my phone. It's probably gonna sound weird. It does when I do that. Anyone. And he keeps doing it. Yeah, I keep no. doing it to make a point. I'm actually curious. If you're being swarmed with bees, jumping into a lake is actually a fantastic idea. Oh, yeah. Because the bees aren't going to follow In most parts of the world. Maybe yeah. not Brazil. Yeah. Maybe maybe not Brazil. Yeah. Maybe just be aware of the fact maybe, that... Maybe find a pool. Brazil is full of piranhas. Because <laughs> we know so much about Brazil. It's all for killing. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to this next story. I actually haven't read this one, but you totally read this one. This is the yes, one about the, the naked man stuck in the wall. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's it. That is not it. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> no, nah, come on. Give me... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It was a naked man stuck <laughs> in the wall. Firefighters rescue naked man stuck in landmark theater bathroom wall. Sorry. The landmark theater bathroom wall for several days. Yeah. So this one came out of... Yesterday, actually, this is a brand new one. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, so the Landmark Theater in Syracuse, uh, November 5th, 2021, uh, a man was found naked, <laughs> mind you, yeah. in a wall. So, a lot of questions. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on here. <laughs> An employee at the theater heard the man yelling uh, for help and called 911. Uh, and the 39 year old man got into the building at 362S. Well, I'm reading the actual address. Fuck, it's off Selena Street. Don't dox the I'm not gonna, theater. <laughs> yeah, so the 39-year-old man, he went, apparently, I read the whole thing. So yep. the idea is the man went in, they believe he's a homeless man, and he came in to the actual landmark theater, and they thought he was either coming in for warmth or for to use the bathroom or what have you. They thought he came in, they lost track of him because they, well, they're working. They're not just going to pay, look homeless man and then just do that for like an hour so they stopped paying attention to him and they went about their day they didn't see him after a while they assumed he left but apparently he was in the bathroom and he crawled into well the crawl space yeah uh, that's a little bit higher and it broke a little bit and he Mm -hmm. fell through into the wall yeah directly in the bathroom so they actually had the the fireman had to come over Find out exactly where he was yeah. by using like a scope by like, you know, like a little, yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I've had a colonoscopy. Yeah, you see? Yeah. So they colonoscopied the wall to find this man and then they found him <laughs> and just ch- kind of chiseled him out of the wall. Yeah. They're like, put your arms together and then they just fucking went for it. Wow. So they got him out and he'd been in there, by the way, since Tuesday and this was on Friday. Yeah. So he was in there for three fucking days. A rough week. Yeah, they took him to the hospital for dehydration. They did not get a quote from a man yeah. because uh, who's gonna? What are you gonna say after that? I mean, I have questions. Why was he naked? I mean, it was probably really warm. Oh, but You're right uh, next to insulation and shit. I see. Okay, I, that makes a lot more sense. I thought this was in a place that was cold. And so in my brain, I was like, I know that when it's cold, you're supposed to get naked and like huddle up with people. Yeah, but you're in a wall. I know you're in a wall (laughs) and you're alone. So so I don't think that that was a sound strategy. So I'm glad this guy's okay. Uh, If you're going to be crawling into crawl spaces, just watch your step, I guess, and learn how to yell real loud. (laughs) Yeah, because they did find him eventually, but it took three days and he was insanely dehydrated. So speaking about being stuck um let's move on to our next story here no toilet for returning spacex crew stuck using diapers so we talked about spacex uh urine pipes in our last catch-up 
uh, where... Oh, yeah, the urine... Yeah, there was a urine leakage incident on a recent SpaceX flight where just urine got into the electronics. It was a real bad scene. Can you imagine that bringing down a freaking rocket ship? Oh, just straight up urine leakage? (laughs) Oh, my God. It would be amazing. How do you live that down? Is there a bathroom on the SpaceX flight? So, apparently, there's intended to be uh, a toilet on the SpaceX, uh, or... Yeah, on the on the SpaceX capsule. Uh, so there's designed. There is a toilet designed on there. I've learned that it's not actually typical for um, spaceships and the like to have toilets. Generally, they are using some sort of a diaper situation. I only just found out that today from you and from you and Maka. Yeah, Maka. Maka had, was the one that knew that. I for sure thought there was some kind of. I I thought there was like a suit toilet. You know, like yeah. I thought you just kind of shit yourself, but it wasn't a diaper. It was like right. some kind of like it went somewhere. Yeah, yeah you know, it didn't like just it, hang out there, it, <laughs> um, just fires out of you. <laughs> yeah, a lot of just. I mean, there's not really much to say here. the The people on the SpaceX flight needs to use diapers, which you know, given that they have issues with urine tubes and now they have issues with toilets not working, maybe they should just resign themselves to using diapers for the foreseeable future. But this does bring an interesting question to mind: What about this? This plan to bring humans to space, or not to space, I think we did that a few years ago, to Mars. To Mars. Are there, is there going to be toilets on the Mars rocket? Uh... Or is, are there just going to be a lot of dirty diapers? No, there must be a toilet. There must be a toilet. Are we ejecting dirty diapers into space? I mean, probably. Oh my god. Just aim it not at Earth. What do we care? That, that reminds me of Joe Dirt. What? Come on, have you seen Joe? Dirt? Oh, the the plane shit thing. No, no yeah, it was um, Just falling from the sky. Fecal no, matter. He found a meteor, like towards the beginning of the movie, and he went to go get it appraised by like a geologist. Yeah, and it, apparently it was just a giant hunk of shit from the International Space Station. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just really good. That's really good. So hopefully that happened. Like my 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 hope is that. You know, while we have the Voyager with the golden record going out to potentially reach alien civilizations, SpaceX is just ejecting poop out into the nebulae out there. And some alien civilization is just going to come upon uh, a wealth of human crap one day. And that will be their impression of us. Like, oh, yeah, they eject their their poop into space. The diaper shitters? Yeah, (laughs) just a bunch of dirty diapers. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm glad that people are traveling through space uh safely uh diapers are not uh that's that's a really it's <laughs> a really wild thing man these little challenges of, of of flying through space uh let's move on to our next story which definitely uh is challenging in in some way for some people uh japan death row inmates are suing uh the the japanese legal system i suppose over same day executions so in japan when you're on death row you are informed of your, you know, the day you're going to be executed, which they, they, they execute prisoners by hanging in Japan, which I think is... They still do that? They still do that. I think that's, <clears throat> that's the main method of doing it. They tell you the, the day it's going to happen. And it's one of those things that, like, they did it because they think this would be less mentally taxing on someone. Um... It, you know if you're if you're told you're gonna die and then you're gonna do it that same day i guess their thinking is that you know you won't have to live with that for very long I, uh, okay well you know, what would you prefer oh god 
between like knowing it and having it for a few years. Because or... in, in Death Row in the U.S., I mean, you can you can have your date of execution be multiple years from now. Yeah, you know, it's it's and that's frequently It'll leave you room to do like appeals. Leave yeah. you room to. I I would prefer the American version of it. Yeah. I I understand right. that they're trying to make it easier on the brain. Mm-hmm. You know, to live with the expectation that you're gonna die very shortly yeah but i mean we all kind of live with that expectation anyway yeah but not that short <laughs> yeah and not, not you wake up in the morning by the way you're dying today at 2 yeah PM. and we're gonna hang you from a rope <laughs> what the hell yeah what i didn't know they still had, over there i didn't know they still had the gallows over i know there. that that's wild i mean i'd take a firing squad over that but really um, you take a firing squad over the hanging easy it's instant and you don't even have to look at it you all just, right hanging you get or a electric- smoke and a blindfold and you're good hanging or electric chair Oh, probably electric chair. Electric chair or firing squad? Firing squad. Firing squad's firing top of the list. That's a top tier. If I'm going to be executed, shoot me in the head with a shotgun. Okay. That's that's how I would like so to that, be killed. Yeah. That's your... So, Instant Kirk Co- and painless. Kurt Cobain. Oh, yeah. You'd want to be taken down like Kurt Cobain. I was such a Kurt Cobain mark in high school. I still kind of am. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so the reason that these uh, prisoners are suing in the district court of the city of Osaka... Uh, is because the short notice doesn't give them any time to file an objection or an appeal, which is totally actually valued. Yeah. Uh, and they, they also asked for 22 million yen in compensation, which is, wow, inflation's a bitch. What do you mean? So normally with yen, all you do is you knock off two zeros and then you have the U.S. equivalent. Yeah. Basically. That's how I understood it. But anyway. now 22 million yen is 193 point five thousand dollars oh yeah so i i guess is the u.s does that mean the u.s is strengthening or, or weakening against i, I think the yen know. might be weakening yeah something like that yeah i guess the, the yen is weakening that inflation's a bitch man mm-hmm. uh so i wish him luck hopefully this rule can get changed because it seems cruel and unusual i mean i don't know what they're gonna do with the 22 million yen quite frankly maybe it can go to their families it it just seems crazy because it's why wouldn't you give someone time to like, you know, yeah, call your mom, yeah, it's really you know, <laughs> it's... like imagine calling your mom and she's like at work, yeah, you're like, hey, I'm gonna die today, don't be late, right? you know, yeah, and you have to fucking race home on a <laughs> fucking bullet train or some shit. Can you imagine if your mom's just like, ooh, but I I got this party, yeah. <laughs> I have this meeting and I re- my Jack Russell Terrier is getting a root canal and I told him I would be there. So you're just in a Ruba with a with a margarita. <laughs> just like, oh What if you're hammered? Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, that's you want to show up to your son's execution hammered. Oh my god. Oh, that's rough stuff, man. Uh so you know, shout outs to these prisoners. I hope that they're able to get uh some sort of release uh release <laughs> from this. Something like that. <laughs> That's a terrible way to put it. Yeah, it's not, See, not like they're uh, you know using ketchup at Pizza Hut. Yeah, that's what Adrian Sean would be really upset with. <laughs> yeah, my my use of the word release there. Yeah, weenie ass yeah, weenie, weedy <laughs> ass weenie. Yeah, something like that. All right, let's talk about weenies. Let's move on to our next story. QAnon believers gather in Dallas awaiting the return of long dead JFK Jr. So, in order to prepare for this story, I had to do some unfortunate research to understand what the hell QAnon is about. The people following QAnon, and what QAnon really is, I'm assuming, 
is just some wacko who's making a bunch of stuff up and getting a bunch of people riled up. Yes, actually. Yes. That's what it is. But people that follow this conspiracy theory think that QAnon is the long-dead John F. Kennedy Jr. who died in a plane crash uh, over 20 years ago. Oh, this was... This might be way longer than that. This could be like in the 30 to 40 years ago range. Well, it says right here 22 years. Oh, it says 20... Man. Good try. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck you. I'm trying. I can't remember when John John died. I know my mom was devastated by it. Really? Yeah, I mean... It was John John. Why was he called John John? Because he was... He was John F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, he was... He's not acquainted John John. He was double Johns. I guess it's a cute little nickname for John John, for, yeah. For a little John, for a little baby John. And the Kennedys are like royalty in America. Yes. Uh, so not only do they believe that JFK Jr. is not dead, uh, they've believed uh, two separate times previously that JFK Jr. was going to reveal himself to be alive and to announce himself as the running mate of Donald Trump in the election. So they thought he was going to do it in 2020, <laughs> and they thought he was going to do it on the 4th of July. I think they, they're probably going to show up, uh, they're going to, just like people predicting the end of the world, right? They're going to find something somewhere, some number combination, ARG-type nonsense, to convince them, like, oh, today's the day. We got the numbers wrong. JFK mm -hmm. Jr. is going to come back from the dead on the first week of November uh, or the last week of October, whenever this happened. I think this is the anniversary of JFK's assassination because they went to where, where he was assassinated in, in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. yeah Dallas. Um, so obviously JFK Jr. Didn't show up. Did, did you, did you, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't. That's very rude. Cause he's dead. <laughs> Wait, is the, uh, did you talk about the JFK thing? Yes, you did. You yeah, did we on talked the last... to, yeah, we talked about the JFK assassination a few episodes ago. By the way, QAnon is a group, I just want to make this clear as well, yeah. that believe that there is a cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles basically running the entire world. Yeah. And, uh... You'll never stop us. <laughs> Satan rules. We talked about that last episode, too. Oh, I have my two fingers up. You can't see it, but yeah. it's up. We got the horns up. We got the horns up. Yeah, it's 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 really more of a shocker. That's that's what people don't know. It's it, it goes in with the pedophilia thing. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's, it just fits nicely. It just... <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop that before we get booted off the air. Yeah, just cover your ears, uh, gracious podcast hosting platforms. What are they gonna? <laughs> what are they gonna demonetize us? We demonetize us. We demonetize ourselves. Nobody wants a piece of this. Well, they're part of the Satan worshiping pedophile cabal in the first place. Just kidding. We love you. Anyway, uh, yeah, JFK Jr. didn't show up. A bunch of QAnon nutcases went home disappointed. Uh, I do believe Trump's going to run again in 2024, but it probably won't be with a dead guy. No, pro I mean, that'd be quite a statement. <laughs> just show up with... Because then he'd win. What, if he brought JFK Jr. back? Yeah, he would definitely... No, I mean, if he was just... His running mate was a corpse. Oh, just a... Yeah, he just exhumes JFK Jr. And there's just a skeleton in a suit. It would be really weird to see him, like, uh, if they bring him on the trail. Yeah. And they're like, this is, you know... Name a JFK Jr. Exhumed. <laughs> and they just have like a vice president versus like Kamala Harris. I think, to be honest with you, I think Kamala Harris would get her ass kicked by a corpse. <laughs> oh my God. I think she would get her ass rocked. Okay, so squeezed, now squirted, the whole shebang. Yeah. 
by the corpse. I think it would just ruin her. Now I'm imagining how the how they would make the corpse give the speeches. And it's just Trump with his hand up its ass and like flapping oh, its mouth and doing a doing a really bad uh, ventriloquist act with the corpse of JFK Jr. Is that what you want, QAnon supporters? Um, I, I hope not, for, Man, this, for this, your sake. It's an inflammatory episode. This is a lot. We're going after Adrian. We're going after the Satan-worshipping cabal that hosts our podcast. We're going after... <laughs> we're going... Oh, just God. weenies in general. Just pure... Just pure weenies. We're anti-weenie today, folks. <laughs> All right. You know how we do. We always wrap up the show with a little check-in on our friends at, in down South Florida. I... I Struggle to say Florida, man, because we've had a lot of Florida lady uh, stuff happen, and this week is no exception. So a snowbird DUI suspect has used an underwire bra to try to escape from jail. Uh, so this was in the... Wait a minute. Was this in Florida? Southern Trace Plaza in the Villages sounds like Florida. That does sound like Florida. Oh, crap. Massachusetts license. Wait, we have to verify this is a Florida person. I, I Which we probably should have done right before we started talking about it. I think it. I saw this in the Florida Man subreddit. Okay. You know what? If it's not a Florida Man, it at least has Florida Man sensibilities. So, uh, Susan May Shepard, 59 years old, um, was driving a red Lincoln SUV when she was involved in an accident. Uh, sheriff came by, uh, asked her if she'd been drinking... Uh, she initially agreed to participate in field sobriety exercises, you know, touching your nose, doing the alphabet backwards. Uh, but when she had trouble, she refused to continue. Uh, she did the breathalyzer, and it measured zero blood alcohol content. She consented to a urine sample, which I didn't know was an option. This seems a bit excessive. When you're a DUI. Uh, and then, I guess the urine sample showed some alcohol in her, so they placed her in a holding cell. But apparently, she took the metal wiring out from under her bra and used it to attempt to escape <laughs> not effectively she was basically just scraping on the glass at the bottom of the cell door to try to uh break it open i think and crawl out she tried to crawl out feet first uh and then she had to be told to pull pull her legs back into the cell i don't know how she was gonna get out if she couldn't fit out but it didn't stop her from trying so now in addition to dui she's facing a felony charge of attempted escape and a misdemeanor charge of criminal mischief love criminal mischief <laughs> uh and she was released on eleven thousand five hundred dollar bond i i still don't understand they got her for she wasn't even drunk driving yeah i i get well the breathalyzer isn't uh foolproof uh, sometimes yeah. it can get sometimes it can mess up and it'll just show a zero alcohol reading generally it's pretty good um, but that's, I guess that's why they, they tested her urine, which they must've done that pretty quickly and determined she was drunk. Uh, and then she heroically tried to escape because you know, maybe, heroically. She, maybe she wasn't drinking. Maybe she was wrongfully DUI'd and well, I mean, you, you shouldn't try to escape prison or, or jail. Mean, <clears throat> unless you can do it. Unless you can get away with it. Yeah. That's another, that's another potential ketchup packets the, the people <gasps> that have tried to escape Alcatraz. Ooh. Uh, because, uh, no one has, I mean, they don't think anyone has escaped Alcatraz. But there were two people that got out that they never found. So they, you know, it's they Alcatraz. They just assume they drowned, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, okay. they assume they drowned, but they might have they got away. So that might make for a cool catch of packets. 
Okay, and let's got, round it out. We got one more. Yep, we got one more Florida Man. You want to take this one, PJ? Sure. Very quick one. So, title, Florida Man uses finger guns to steal <laughs> Waffle House napkins. Deputies say. Alrighty, so... <laughs> Deputies <laughs> Deputies say. Good news voice there. So, Madison County, Florida. Yep. Uh, a Madison County uh, Waffle House employee called 911 Monday night to report an attempted robbery. The suspect was unarmed. And simply left after grabbing some napkins, according to the Madison County Sheriff's Office. Now, okay, now, right away. Yeah. One, would you get, since napkins are pretty free at a Waffle House. Yeah. You consider that robbery? I, I think it's only considered a robbery because he, he went into the establishment and announced it was a robbery, didn't oh, he? Uh, I, I could have sworn he went in there and said, he, he said something of the sort. <laughs> uh, he was, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's get on the ground. Y'all are getting robbed. Yeah, yep. he absolutely shouted. He intended for it to be a robbery. Yes, he Just did. Just because you didn't succeed, you could still get charged for it. I still love that he just walks in, just steals a whole bunch of napkins. And yeah. I love that they refer to it as like a attempted robbery when it was yeah. clearly a, a robbery. successful robbery. It was a successful That's robbery. Right. So Rodriguez, <clears throat> who was the person that was robbed, Edward William uh, Rodriguez, he entered the Waffle House on 145 Bandit Street. At about 8 p.m., uh, witnesses describe him as a white man wearing a gray hoodie, dark jeans, and dark hat with dark hair. He was reportedly accompanied by a small dog. Which is- <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> accompanied? Was he the, was accompanied. Is the dog implicit in the, in the uh, robbery? This is another ketchup packet, actually. Oh my god, yeah. Animals that are implicit, complicit oh, with robberies right. yeah, or maybe, maybe crimes. That's true. That leads right into your fucking yeah, one about the animals trials. on trial, yeah. That's a good idea. So yeah, Rodriguez then shouted, you know, get on the ground, you're all being robbed, according to an MS- MCSO's report. He then stated he was high and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Everyone get on the ground. I'm high and I'm drunk. I'm high and I'm drunk. You better look out. <laughs> Before grabbing some napkins and walking out, Rodriguez got into a vehicle and left the parking lot. The 911 caller told deputies the suspect did not appear to have a weapon, but he did raise his hands with his fingers in the shape of a gun. So my first question when I saw this, I was like, okay, this is a sensational headline. He probably had his hand in his pocket making like he had a gun. Like you see all the time. Yeah. People try to get away with that. But no, he was just pointing his gun, <laughs> his gun, he's pointing his hand at people, threatening them, saying, I'm drunk and high, and he's got his <laughs> finger gun pointing at Give me people. all your napkins. You and know. then, what, on the other side of that, who is the person just looking at it like, you're not a threat to me, sir, or your little dog. Please leave. And he goes, I'm drunk and high, and he steals a bunch of napkins, and he pieces out. Yeah, it's really wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful. It's wonderful. I'm and, glad no one was hurt, thank God. Yeah, thank God. Well, from his finger gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, just an adorable story. That is. It's. Does it have weenie energy? Or <laughs> would you consider this baller energy? Because there's one of the two today. It's pretty confident. I mean, he didn't make away with anything. I'm going to go ahead and assume he didn't intend to just steal napkins. I don't know. What if he did? It, what if he came like, in there for napkins? It's almost like it was a TikTok prank or something like that, right? Well, Can you imagine? That... They, that would be such a TikTok thing. Well, they did eventually arrest him. Yeah. They did go to his house, find him, and arrested him without incident. And, uh, 
Yeah. He he robbed Waffle House. <laughs> a Waffle House. A Waffle House. A very Florida them. place to rob. It is. With with finger guns. Yeah. He did it. You can almost see that <clears throat> being a YouTube prank thing. Where it, it's like, you know, challenge. Go rob a Waffle Go House. say you're robbing a place and just hold up a finger gun and see what happens. As it turns out, you're going to get arrested. Yes. So maybe don't do that if you're a YouTube prankster. Or do that. Uh, well, actually, yeah, we should, a few fewer YouTube pranksters in the world would be a good thing. Yeah, but we also need more content. So yeah, that's true. We're gonna have to ask you to take one for the hey, team. Yeah, if you, if you get arrested, we still get the content. So yeah, and actually, you know what? It's, it's better if you get arrested. <laughs> so yeah, go prank a, go do this. Go. All right, what are we doing? Yeah, don't. we're encouraging people. Yeah, to we're encouraging people to rob places yeah, with I, finger guns. I think that's a crime, but you know what? It wasn't there something like the average person commits nine crimes a day and doesn't even know it? No, there is something like that. No. What do you mean no? No. Just no. No. That's all you're saying. No, there's absolutely something about that. Yeah, thank you. No. No. <laughs> yes. All right, all right, folks. That's gonna do it for our show this week i want to thank you all again for listening and thank you for your bravery for listening it's not easy to listen to this dang show well we we think it's you're having fun right we hope you're having fun um <laughs> just hear a yes from yeah, the door yeah right. across the, people, the way the people next door are listening like yep we listen every saturday afternoon you guys are in there yammering uh but yeah thank you once again uh if you're not following us all the socials the facebook the twitter and uh are we anywhere else uh facebook no. twitter uh instagram we're making uh, a website yeah we are making a website it's thank not you not done yet this is not sponsored by squarespace but it's we're not. using squarespace we're, we're using squarespace maybe they will sponsor us in the future when we get to our goals uh which which we know which we're not going to say what our goals are uh, but we'll let you know when we get there. I yeah. guess. We'll, we'll, we'll have like a running list, you know, <laughs> we'll tell you when it happens. Definitely. Uh, which I think we mentioned earlier, we have like something like 142 unique listeners in the last like seven days. That's really cool. Fucking insane. It's really cool. Give me a high five. High five on yeah. mic. Love it. No. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. Seriously. It means so much. We just started this fun little project and uh, it's just great to see that it's entertaining people. And we can see that it's entertaining people because they're listening to the whole episode. <laughs> are they actually? Most of them You are. check the retention level? Yeah, yeah, You can check the retention per episode. A lot of people are listening. Uh, if you, uh, uh, one thing I want to point out, since we have so many listeners, uh, we definitely want to encourage you to write into the Monday Morning Ketchup at gmail.com. You can write in with whatever you want. If you just have a weird story to tell or you have a cool question uh, that we can discuss, like, would you eat a two inch man for $10 million? That kind of a question. Uh, we would love to hear that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, we just love hearing from our community. We do. Yeah. And uh, the yeah. ketchup community, the ketchup community. So that would it be at the kit. Make something. Yeah. I da- dance for me. Monkey. It. I hate, I hate that the ketchup packets is almost a cooler name for the community. Oh <laughs> my God. I know we have to rethink things. Dance for me. Clown. <laughs> give, me a, give me a name. Uh, <clears throat> the squirters. <laughs> All you squirters out there listening to the ketchup. We may have to use that, actually. I know, the squirters. That's our funny. squirters. I think that's right with our humor. Okay. All right, all you squirters out there. <laughs> oh, God. Just a few people stopped listening forever because they don't oh, want to no. be called that. Adrian left. Oh, oh God. no, not Adrian. Don't go. Okay, he's gone. That fucking ketchup-covered weenie. <laughs> All right. Covered weenie. <laughs> All right. And last thing I'll plug, make sure to review us on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out so much. And shout outs to all the Apple listeners. 
Uh, we definitely pooped on you in one one of our stories earlier in this in this podcast, but you're making up quite a chunk of our listeners, so keep on listening. We like you and your twenty dollar uh, microfiber cloths. So oh, you've been wanting for nine weeks. You've been wanting to plug that. Yeah, I know. It's it seems like a really hot cloth. I'm really excited about it. Uh, All right, thank you for your bravery. Did you mention that? Yeah, I've mentioned it a did few you, times. But did you thank them? You gotta thank them for their for the bravery. bravery. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for our show. Thanks so much. We will see you next week. Let it be normal. Please, just let it be normal. No. No. Damn it. Dude, we were so close. Slap my chest. No. Do it.